You're here for an Azika nightly podcast where thoughts meet expression and the world around us gets analyzed with humor, honesty, and a whole new perspective. This is Nasika nightly podcast with your host, Nasika Aliman. Hey, just the people I've been meaning to chat with. Come over here, my side, my side, my side. Proper greetings again, my side. Welcome back to another episode of the Nasika Nightly Podcast. As per usual, it is I, your amazing host, Nasika Aliman. And come on, say it with me. I aim to discuss and analyze different topics in our society and look at them from a whole new perspective. That's right. That's what we gather over on this side to do, eh? <laughs> I can't lie to you, my side. I'm very happy today. I'm at peace. You know what I mean? I'm very, I'm very happy. I'm very comfortable. It's a day of gratefulness and thanksgiving to the great God. Yep. I'm in a very good mood. You know what I mean? The side is growing. The side is growing, guys. And I love it. I love it so much. Like, I've tried not to check the numbers every day. I've tried not to become someone who is obsessed with numbers. As it relates to this podcast and how many listens and plays and, 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 and all of that. All the interactions. But I have to tell you. I have to tell you guys. I did check the number. I did. And we finally hit a thousand plays. A sound or root for me? Listen man. What do you know about balling? What do you guys know about tears? I'll cry in here and I really will. I was so happy. I was extremely overjoyed to see those numbers. I'm really happy. Matter of fact, make some noise if you're coming from TikTok. Make some noise for TikTok right now. I have so much love for that side of my side. <laughs> I mean, from the bottom of my heart, I read through as many comments as I possibly could. And it's just an outpouring of love and high self-esteem and gratitude coming from that side. And I have so much love for TikTok, okay? I have so much love for TikTok. There was this one specific comment that made my entire week so much better. This lady commented on one of my videos and she said her daughter, who is 10 years old. So if you are 10 years old and you have a mommy um, and she's on TikTok, your mother big up in the comment section. She said, you listen to my TikToks and listen to man. We're talking about ear to ear grinning, you know. We're talking about big smiles, one, two, three. We're talking about making my day, okay? So she listens to my TikToks and she loves it. And there are so many comments like that, you guys. It makes my whole day, right? Not to brag, not to boast. But I'm just saying, my side is ever on the up and up, ever growing, ever getting larger in life. But I do have a favor, you know. I do have a favor to ask you guys before we go and dive in real quick. I want you guys to tell your grandparents and any elder you might know that is 60 and over, to listen to my podcast. I'm trying to officially, officially brand mark this experience as a, a every age type of thing. You know what I mean? Like I have the 10 year old, I have the 10 year old young queen. I know I'm trying to have the older queen and the older kings come over on my side. And I know old people are, are opinionated and I'd like to, you know what I mean? I'd like to pick their ear on how they feel about what I'm talking about. So yeah, if you guys know anybody who is older, Give them this recommendation. Tell them to listen to my podcast. Tell them to tune in. Yeah. And if they have Instagram, tell them to follow me. Hell, it's a real clean experience. It's a real fun experience. And we don't have no age limit over here. We don't, we don't have no age limit over here. But no, that Clock app has been a source of encouragement and support for me. And so if you're coming from TikTok, big up you. For the rest of you who don't know, you can find me on literally every platform. At Nasika Aliman, that's my name. Don't expect no 
Nasi too cute. I've left that in 2004, okay? <laughs> so, yeah. Just my full name on whatever platform it is you want to find me on. And I'm over there. But, yeah. All right. Now that we've gotten that little warm-up out the way, we could dive into today's topic. Yeah. Today's podcast topic is really something, ain't it? It's, it's, not, it's not just a rant. I do aim to educate, right? So, let's dive in. The real reason we gather here today is to discuss the topic of weight and more specifically it's to discuss the topic of people who discuss the topic of weight and you know who I'm talking about you know the people I'm talking about I'm talking about the ones who don't even say hi hi hello before they say oh you're big so you're sick or oh, you look so loose you look so maga you lose so much weight you know the people the same people whose life are in complete shambles, but there they go, minding your business. That's that's who we gather here today to talk about, to criticize, to educate, right? And to get them to see it from our perspectives. Now, when I say, oh, obviously this is a topic for me personally, but also because so many people can relate, okay? This episode is titled Weight Watching and I just got to tell you, I have to tell you about it. I love coming up with these names. No, listen, I love coming up with the name of these episodes so bad. It's so much fun, right? I mean that from the bottom of my heart. It's like my favorite thing to do. All right. Anyways, back on track. Weight Watching. Now, Weight Watching is something I feel like we should discuss for two reasons. Reason number one, the people who do it need to know that we don't like them. That, that, <laughs> that was a serious joke. That was a very serious joke. But it's not to say we hate them. We just need them to know that it's very uncomfortable and weird to have your weight be the topic of this discussion in general. The topic of discussion repeatedly and the topic of discussion the first thing as soon as they see you. What happened to hello? What happened to how you doing? So that's, that's the first thing you want to shine light on. You know what I mean? And so therefore, that's the first thing I want to shine light on. Their ignorance. Now, the second reason is because I enjoy creating a safe space for people and granting them breathing room to air out their discomfort. You know what I mean? And by that, I mean, I'll be the voice of the people. That's right. So if you've ever felt like this, if you've ever felt like people should mind their own business when it comes on to your weight and stop talking about your weight and all of that, Y'all get behind me. I'll tell them. Yeah. Come come behind me. I'll take the stones for this one. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Very important that I mention that when I say weight watching, right? I'm talking about whether you've gained or lose weight. That's what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter. And people should never have to explain to people why it is they are the size that they are. Like, oh, you know, actually I've been sick. That's why I've gained so much weight. Or, oh, you know, it's because I've been sick. Why I've lost so much weight. Or, oh, you know, I've been bullied all my life. So that's why I decided to lose some weight. Or, oh, you know, I'm comfortable and I'm happy the way I am. That's why I decided to lose so much weight. Or, oh, you know, uh uh-uh. Why are we explaining our lifestyles to people who just criticize? It's not like you're telling a friend or a family member who loves and cares about you. And you're opening up willingly about what it is you're going through. You are now brought to the court in front of these people to justify your size, be it big or small. No, we're not. No, I don't do that. Don't ever feel like you have to explain or justify or bring evidence to the court as to why you are the way you are. And you should be loved and accept why uh, the way you are. That's not we're not doing that. I have to tell you, it's the weirdest, most baka bush mentality I've ever heard in my entire life. Because when they see you and you're too skinny, no, you have to tell them that you're not sick or they're, they will actually ask if you are sick, like no boundaries. 
And if you're if you're a fatter, they'll ask if you're not afraid of getting sick. Please, please, cry me a river. Nobody owes anyone a justification about their size. That's point blank. Come on, come on. Now, in their defense, right, they're going to say, oh, we're just making conversation. But I genuinely want to know. I genuinely want to know. Why is, you get bigger so I Look how you put on too much weight. Why is that a conversation starter? Why is that a conversation starter? No, please, quickly. Why is that a conversation starter? I genuinely want to know. Hmm? A conversation starter for you is, is bashing somebody else or just being so blunt that it comes off as disrespectful. Because we should not be talking. If that's the case, we should not be talking. Last time I see you, never so big. Me nearly not recognize you. What is going on? <laughs> what does one even say to that? Honestly, what, what, what should you even respond to that? Because we could all go around using obvious information that we have about somebody else's conversation starters. But it's rude. Because imagine if as soon as I see you, I say, oh, I can't believe you lose the little work and can't pay a bill. Oh, my. Yeah, you're putting them hungry. Isn't that just downright rude? You see what I say? Yeah, the same rules apply. The same rules apply. And speaking of rules, I have a rule that goes like this. Or wait, I heard of a rule that goes like this and I've been living by it. If the person cannot change it in the next couple of seconds, do not bring it up. Simple as that. I saw that one on Instagram or somewhere. I couldn't agree more because it literally means you can tell me something is stuck in my teeth. You can tell me if my wig won't fix. You could, you, you could tell me about anything of that sense. You know what I mean? But you cannot speak to me about my acne, my weight, or anything of that nature. And I know the generation before us, they like to think we're sensitive. And that's fine, you know, because I have thoughts of my own. I think they are boundaryless and disrespectful. And you can't convince me of otherwise. There is no other explanation for me telling you something that makes me uncomfortable. I'm telling you that what you're telling me is making me incredibly uncomfortable. And yet you still do it. You don't care about me. You don't care about me at all. And so the thing about me is I don't care to be around people like that at all. Family or otherwise. Because life is way too short for you to be surrounded by people who judge you and criticize you and bring you down. Because even if you're going to lose weight, it should never be that you're hating your body the whole time until you get slim and trim and ribs up and tone up. That you just... You were meant to love your body in all its phases. So even if you're going to lo lose weight, you're going to the gym. Yeah, you might have needed that extra motivation, that extra push. That's absolutely fine. Losing weight is fine. Gaining weight is fine. But it's your choice. And it definitely should be rooted in self-love. You know what I mean? So at every angle, at every road, at every point, a self-love yourself. And you're doing this for the betterment of self. Not because you feel like you've been bashed and bullied and oh, you ate what you came for to be slim just because these people are making you uncomfortable. Listen, I will protest in here, okay? People don't realize the damage that this has on your self-esteem and that's the problem, right? Because the way you see yourselves usually comes from the way people tell you you look. You know, especially if they've been doing this since you were younger, since at a younger age, you've been taught to hate yourself. You've been taught that you're too big. You, you know what I mean? So that's in your brain getting processed over and over. That's all you could think about. That's all you could feel. That's how you now know yourself through the eyes of people. And I'm telling you, you know, all these Weight Watchers, they see it as just words. But words, do you ever hear the saying? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words could never hurt me. Yeah, and their generation wrote down that nonsense. It don't go so. 
It doesn't go like that at all. Especially when you were told who you were before you got to love yourself. Like people who were raised in that situation, you don't realize how damaging it is to a person's self-esteem, to a person's subconscious that they are inadequate, that they should be less, and if them too skinny, they should be more. And it, like, it, please, cut it out, I beg. And I told you guys I've been having a very good day, a very good week, a very good time, right? And so we're not gonna let these comments wipe the smile off my face because I'm being brought down a very bad, a very dark memory lane, right? And we're not, we're not gonna let the haters win. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna smile. So in an effort to lift this, to change this mood and to lift the energies in here, I'm gonna drop some knowledge, okay? So I've been talking a lot about people making comments about uh, fat people, but now we're gonna talk a little bit about the comments they make about the slender, skinnier women, right? And before I dive into that, I just want to say, I hope none of these words are being seen as or heard as offensive because they are not. Okay, calling someone fat is not an insult. It is literally a body type. And I made a video about this over on the clock up because people have this habit of equating fat with ugly. They have this habit of equating fat as an insult, as a disrespect. And it's not intended to be such because yak on, you're just showing your ignorance, okay? Fat is simply a body type, point blank. And these are things, in order for us to change the conversation, these are things that need to be said. These are things that we should be teaching these young, beautiful women coming up instead of letting them feel like, you know what I mean? Like it's being an insult to be described. You're fat, there's nothing wrong with that. You're slim, nothing wrong with that. You're skinny, there's nothing wrong. These are words used to describe someone. It's not an insult. It's not a jarring disrespect. Society just tries to pinpoint that narrative on a steer good okay and it's about self-love at the end of the day that's all i'm saying okay because some people would say i'm slightly fat others would say i'm thick i say who cares what i am where's the self-love at you know what i mean huh where, where can i get some of that you can't get it around judgmental people i'll tell you that much i'll tell you that much you can't get it around judgmental people and people who belittle your very existence come on man they don't even get to know the woman behind the weight. They don't even get to know the man behind the weight. And that's also something we should dive into. It's how, when it comes down to body positivity and body love and self-love, the men are complete, the way the men are completely ignored, okay? Because a fat, a fat, thick lady should love herself and love her curves and love... But tell me why we call a fat man bigs. No, no, don't run, don't run. I'm talking to you now. Tell me why we call a fat man bigs. And we laugh it off and we joke it off. But if he's not laughing with we, it's giving bully. You know what I mean? Like if he's self-conscious about and something he doesn't like, if it's something that he just overall cannot stand, but because if he shows that he doesn't like the name, it's going to stick even more, him just tough it out. It's giving bully. Yeah. And men have insecurities too. Men have things about their body that they don't like too. They're people. And so when you put your words down to people in back, when you breathe your negativity and your disdain down people's back, it affects their self-esteem. But what? Man have to tug it out and act like he's tough and act as if your words don't hurt him. But we're not throwing sticks and stones no more. Your words are knives to our skins. Okay? And men feel that way too. Men hurt, of course, when you call them big and flabber. Because if you even look at it, when you go to the river and there's a man and him have like a certain amount of belly and him don't take off in marina, what, what, what did I tell you say? You know what I mean? What is like, I wore shorts and a shirt to any water event for the better part of all of my teens and early 20s. 
Now, granted, I'm 23, so I'm still in the early 20s stage. <laughs> but you get what I mean? I recently started wearing, like, swimsuits. When you have a man on the beach. And everybody else, everybody else with six-packs and ribs just strip off them shirt. <laughs> and gone for a swim. Everybody else enjoying and life. And him still in a thin big white shirt or marina. Now, I'm not saying this is about every man. I'm not saying this is about every male. But I have experienced those who the reason they keep it on is because they're self-conscious. They don't like, you know what I mean? They don't like showing that little belly. They don't like showing, come on, man, take off the shirt. No, we need to become a society because as a society, what with climate change and poverty and crime being our biggest hindrances, little belly should be the least of your worries. Talk, no, man. Do you get what I'm saying? This shouldn't be something that's holding us back and something that's separating us and something that's making you feel less about yourselves, feel less about ourselves. It should be something that's simply accepted and moving on to the next because when I tell you we have bigger fishes to fry, I mean we have bigger fishes to fry, okay? Now, your health and your self-esteem, utmost import importance. Utmost. As long as those things are checked, we're dead anyways. So just, you know what I mean? Self-confidence and live it up. That's my goal for 2022. When I tell you guys about self-love, I am working, you know? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Because it's of dire importance. But I did say we were going to jump into something real quick. And so we're going to jump into the history of why people like to leave skinny people out of the topic of body positivity and the topic of body acceptance, right? Now to the skinny people who don't feel like they're being heard, I just want to let you know, I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Contrary to popular beliefs, skinny people also face discrimination and criticism, yeah? But you see, the thing is, from as far back as the eye can see, skinny people were always the beauty standard, yeah? They were always the eyes of attraction and perfection, but depending on where you are in the world, the reactions to weight might differ. That's all I'm saying, okay? So skinnier people, yes, they were on the cover of magazines and they were the beauty type and, type and standard from back in the back in the back, okay? From earlier times, from taller times, a slimmer, skinny, beautiful, slender woman was was just the eyes of beauty but you guys have to remember yeah and i said this with my entire chest you must remember that these beauty standards were placed by the white man so why are you why are you as a member of the black community as a member of the world in general because i believe if everybody on the face of this, this earth should turn away from any rule that was placed by the white man why are you sitting there allowing their narrative older dead white men to dictate beauty standards in this day and age in this world in general okay now as i said earlier different places in the world view beauty and view different beauty standards different ways okay because in places in africa i'll give you guys examples in places in africa a thicker more voluptuous fuller woman she's the standard of beauty and perfection now is that because they see us as breeders and children carriers maybe but that's for a different podcast i'm just saying they see that as more attractive now europe sees slender slimmer skinnier women as the standard and european narrative swings all the way to america you know what i mean paris 
France, Spain, all them places. The skinnier you are, the slimmer you are, the more slender you are, the more beautiful you are, the more likely you are to get called and loved and admired on by men. When, 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 when is that the goal? You know what I mean? But we move. But I'm saying yes, different places in the world admire and prefer women a different way. You know what I mean? So slimmer here, thicker there. Now, as I said, it shouldn't matter what you are, but I'm showing you that what is beauty. You know what I mean? What is beauty and what is, what is acceptance? If different places in the world with different people can come together and decide what they will accept. I'm telling you, it's taught, you know. I'm telling you guys, this is taught. And so if, if this behavior is taught, it's not, it's not just off the tip of your head. You were raised to believe, say, Fat people should be seen certain way and skinny or slender people should be certain way. Why are you allowing that to be a lesson you carry with you to the grave? Let it go. Let it go and let God. That's all I'm saying. Because if it's something you are taught, then it's something you can unlearn. As Jamaicans and as people in general, you have to learn to unlearn a lot of things. You have to learn to let go of a lot of things traits that were taught to you that are negative and toxic and not good for the overall world you know what i mean and if you're hurting someone it's not your place to be like that's what you're so sensitive about i can't believe you're being so it's not your place somebody say you're hurting them you're hurting them and guess what the combo do done yeah the conversation is finished it's over boom there is no need for you to justify or for you to determine whether or not it's insensitive it's simply insensitive and so if someone is asking you to cut it out, cut that. Cut it out. Point blank. And I just add one final thing as well. Because regardless of beauty standards, a million people can tell you, say you look good and you stay good and you're beautiful and you're gorgeous and you're amazing. A million people could tell you. But you see, if you don't believe it, you just don't believe it. You just don't believe it and that's a thing. You know what I mean? So you being the beauty standard as a slimmer woman, that doesn't separate you from the fact that you don't think you're enough or you get uncomfortable when people bring up your weight or you, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it just boils down to self-love and self-acceptance. And nobody can tell you how you should feel. So nobody can tell you you should feel beautiful. But just know that you are. And unlearning also applies here. Because if you could find a way to unlearn all the things about yourself. That made you decide you were unattractive or ugly. Or too this or too that. Too much or too little. Then and only then will you be able to have a true and pure self-love experience. I mean I talk about from the art. Right? I'm talking about mind, body and soul type of self-love. And it's very easy for me to come over here and talk about all of this. Because why? I'm damaged. Just the same, right? <laughs> We're in the same boat. And so from one damaged person to the next, come make we heal. Come and let us heal, yeah? Let's heal together, man. And the people who are weight watching, all the weight watchers listening to this, stop it, I beg, please. Hear a generation's cry. If you want to start a conversation, just be very Jamaican in a very positive way. I'll give you some examples, right? So where you going with? Oh, mommy. So long me not see you. You good? Me like your shoes. How you get it? You still live round, so? Yeah, all of that. Those will certainly take you further, much further than criticizing smarty, okay? 
it will take you so much further and on such a longer way. Better positive, we're talking about building better relationships. We're talking about people seeing you coming and no longer rolling their eyes. People seeing you coming and no longer wanting to hide. We're talking about positivity, okay? And on that note, on that 20 minute mark, or should I say 23 minute mark, <laughs> it signals the end of this episode, guys. But before I go, before I say bye, I want to tell you guys, go over on YouTube and check out Andon's new song and music video. Because song and music video drop. It's titled Falling. And remember, the artist's name is Andon. A-N-D-O-N. Andon. Big like house. Tall like tree. And there's nothing bad like free music video, okay? Until next week, my side. Stay safe. And I'll catch you guys next week on the next episode. Because what? Consistency queen. At it again. <laughs> Bye. This has been another episode of the Nasika Nightly Podcast with your regular host, Nasika Aleman. Come again next week for another episode with a different perspective, only here at Nasika Nightly Podcast. Until then, you know the drill. Take care of yourself. <laughs>